June 2nd, 2023. I want to hold your hand. Touch. It comes in many forms. Some are subtle, while others are more obvious. But it seems no matter how it's packaged, the right touch at the right time has an amazing power. In fact, research has shown that the power of touch is nothing short of amazing. Of course, we all know that our skin plays many important roles in our life. But even though you may not have thought of it in this light, skin is the star of the show when it comes to touch. It turns out that one of our skin's most important functions is to be the receptor and messenger to our brain for the sense of touch. It is a language whose understanding and importance is universal, no matter who you are or where you live. In fact, touch is our first sense that develops. I am sure it comes to know as no surprise to you that as humans, we all need touch. The benefits it can provide us are simple yet enormous. From the minute we emerge from our mother's womb and take our first gasping breath until the day it is our turn to take that one final breath, touch plays an important role in our life and our well-being. No matter what the age, touch can calm our frazzled nerves, make us feel safe, comfort us, and of course make us feel loved. And yes, I know there are times also when touch can be bad and feel exactly opposite. But what I want to focus on here is the good stuff, the kind of touch that can soothe the savage beast in us and calm our frazzled nerves. There's a wonderful article entitled The Remarkable Power of Touch by Karen Young, in which she states, the power of touch is one of our most important functions. For long-term well-being, touch is as important as food and security. When someone we love becomes critically ill, either physically or mentally, the loved ones around them not only lose an important part of that person, but they also gradually find themselves as the giver of the touch that heals rather than the receiver. And when that loved one dies, their touches in your life are left only as memories, never to be experienced with that person again. In her article on touch, Karen Young credits Dr. Tiffany Field, director of the Touch Research Institute at the University of Miami, as defining this forever loss of touch from our lives as touch hunger. There are various reasons that an individual can find themselves suffering from touch hunger, and I would not be the least bit surprised to find out that losing a spouse or life partner ranks right at the top of that list. I don't know about you, but I am always straying off the grief path I've been walking for the past two years, and I wander into some dead-end street. Usually it's called if only or I wish I still could. I'm getting better finding my way back, however. I can more easily recognize the subtle signs that I am on the right path, a path going nowhere and not the right one, and can quickly get back to where I need to be. That's what happened to me the other day when my 12-year-old granddaughter gave me a big heartfelt hug, snuggled her head against my chest and said, I love you, Grandma. I'm so glad you came. It happened again when we were walking back from the store and she took my hand in hers and looked up at me and smiled. Even just writing this gives me that lonely longing for what was feeling. Those two small gestures of genuine love and affection jolted my mind into retro gear and memories of touches I will never receive from Brian again. 
I miss the spontaneous for no reason other than I love you hugs and kisses. His encouraging touch on my back, the way he would reach over and hold my hand or put his arm around me when we watched TV or went to a movie, the feel of his fingers gently brushing across my cheek or absentmindedly playing with my hair. All those things that I seem to have taken for granted. All of those things that seem to just happen as part of our life together. And yes, all of those things, all of those touches that can happen no more with Brian. All of those touches died with him. So now I've come full circle, right back where I started at the beginning of this, even more convinced that the right touch from someone we care about is a huge part of what sustains us as we move through the motions of life. Kierkegaard famously said, life can only be understood backwards, but it must be lived forwards. Though Brian's touches are forever gone, I can't live the rest of my life in that cave. If I am going to heed Kierkegaard's advice, I have to fully accept the reality of Brian's death, understand that those touches are now forever stored in my heart, turn the page in the book of my life, and start writing a new chapter. As widows, widowers, we all have a blank page that is there for each of us to write on. My hope is that you will take pen in hand and begin authoring your next chapter as well. Epilogue. Still, if I could have a few more minutes with Brian, I would definitely sing along with Ringo, Paul, George, and John. I want to hold your hand. <laughs>